welcome to the BQBL Failcast for Week 8, 2020, Election Day. I'm your host, Alex, joined Matthew. Dr. Matthew, nobody sent in a picture of themselves as Matt Millen for Halloween, but that didn't that didn't stop people from making Millen-esque decisions, uh, both good and bad, I suppose, this week. Um, yeah, we've seen we've seen uh, some trends continue and some trends reverse. But uh, I guess the the place to start is that uh, Will continues his uh, his dominance of the league. Yeah, we've about a few weeks ago we had a, a switch. Sarah was up by a week. Uh, now she's fallen away, and Will is is about up up by a week. So we didn't win this week, but uh, he had another solid start. The Jets keep keep putting up points. Um, Detroit with a, a solid 25, and so he finished with 47, which was a respectable respectable score. Um, in general, this week was a uh, a bit more normal than than some of the past weeks. It, it felt a bit more like a regular BQBL week. Most people were positive. There were only two, uh, I think, negative starts this week. So people did a better job there. But uh, Will's 47 was, was good for five wins, a third, third place finish on the week. Yeah, and I, I think that the fact that the Jets weren't even a first-round pick yeah. shows that the Jets really had a chip on their shoulder and came out this season proving that the doubters were wrong and that they did, in fact, have the stuff to be a first-round BQBL pick, and they haven't they haven't disappointed. They've been no. easily Will's best team, and the engine behind his uh, his taking control. They have been. They are the uh, second highest scoring team on the season um, so far uh, this week. Yeah, this week they they took that mantle uh, of second place from San Francisco. Wow. Um, so is New England still the still New England? New England is the top scoring team so far this this season. So. Which is such a weird thing. Yeah. It Particularly is, it since is tough. Russ has gotten so little out of them. <laughs> that is true. Um, so basically, what what this boils down to is that um, you, I believe, had the third overall pick, and you took an AFC East team, and it was the third best AFC East team. Yeah. Um, I, I was fooled by Miami. I thought that Fitzpatrick would revert to his typical Fitzpatrick form, but he had the combo break and he turned out to be just fine. And yeah. now, now two is in there, but they did put up a good score this week based yeah. on the fact that Tua literally didn't need to throw the ball a hundred yards and they still won by <laughs> multiple touchdowns. Yeah. It turns out that if you just return, uh, return things for touchdowns all the time, then, yeah. uh, kicks, it, punts, interceptions, fumbles, yeah. the whole bit. Yeah. And you don't need to, you don't need to do offense. No, they, well, and they have a running back too. So Tua yeah. really needed to do virtually nothing. And that's exactly what he did. I think yep. he might've been the first sub a hundred yard game this season. That might be right. It was, it yeah. was, it was nothing. He did, he did nothing. Um, but see, he didn't do anything wrong either. So I just got the 40 points for essentially doing nothing. But you got 40 points. And, and I mean, again, that brings Miami's total up to 96 on the season, 40 of those coming this week. So. Right. You know, they've, they've obviously been lackluster. <clears throat> and I obviously regret many decisions, mostly just not picking the Jets. Yeah. The Jets are a disaster. Why didn't you they know pick them? what the highest scoring first round pick 
is so far on the season? Ooh. Um, I'll give you. I'll give you the first round teams. Yes. Chargers. Yeah. Washington. Yeah. Miami. Yeah. Chicago, Las Vegas, Jacksonville, Cincinnati, Denver. That was the first round. Is it Denver? It is Denver. Yes. Yikes. Denver coming in at, at one, at one eight. Nick selected them, um, and they, that is the, the highest scoring first round pick thus far with 150, I believe. And that's only because they had the injury to Drew Locke, and they just kind of screwed around with their quarterbacks in his absence. Yes. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, a lot of these are certainly a lot of the high scores are certainly injury related, but but yeah, I mean that. But was not the Jets. Not the Jets. Well, well I mean, they, were been some. they had some Flacco. They had some Flacco. They did have some Flacco, which yeah, I so. think was was beautiful Schadenfreude for all of us from Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, the Jets as a team have been a train wreck, um, and 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 Flacco was a disaster. I would say in there. Um, that certainly contributed to their scoring. Yeah, but... Uh, um, Darnold, I mean, I think when he's been in, has been... Um, he's not, you know, he's lighting neither the NFL world nor the BQBL world on, on fire. I mean, the was there was an 81 in week three. Was that Darnold? I believe so. I believe that was the I'm not good enough game. Yeah, that might be right. Week six, I think, was Flacco when they put up 43 and 53. I think, weren't those two Flacco weeks? Could be. Yeah. Um, that sounds then, right. Yeah, and then and then this week back, 22 um, from Darnold. But, I mean, I think I think Darnold has, has had one big week, um, and then there were a couple big Flacco scores. It's true. The um, He hasn't seen as many ghosts this year, just mm. really – um, maybe he watched Flacco and he was like, you know, I can do that. I can be a little bit below average on a bad team. And he has been. Yeah. He's been a little bit below average on a really bad team. That's true. And I think we need to talk about the, I mean, this goes back to the first round in general has just been, there were a lot of just bad decisions made in the first round this year. Um, it's true. You know, the number one overall pick was the Chargers. And Oof. so far they have played, they have scored fewer points than five of the teams that were selected in the fourth round. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I, I didn't expect, I, I expected Herbert to be bad. Yeah. I expected Tyrod or uh, Turrod to be the reason why the chargers were not a good BQBL team. Yeah. I really wouldn't have guessed that Herbert would have been the reason why they were a bad BQBL team, but they are, they're terrible. Um, they're yeah. not scoring points. And they're putting up negative scores with some regularity as well. Yeah, they got two points on the season. Two points. Two points. Um, and that was Joe's first round pick. Uh, but I mean, in general, I think the first round was bad. Only two teams that were selected in the first round have hit 100 points thus far on the season. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not great. Which is, you know, fewer than, you know, three, three or four teams selected in the second round have hit that mark. Um, I see at least two in the third round, three in the third round have hit that mark. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's tough. Well, so does it mean that we are Milanesque or not Milanesque? I can't <laughs> figure it out because yeah. he was trying to be good and we're trying to be bad, but he was bad at being good and we are bad at being bad. Which is good. 
but also bad. I'm confused. <laughs> well, you know who was bad this week? Is no. the Baltimore football Ravens. Mm, um, they scored three times as many points as the Jets did. And the Jets, to be clear, are barely playing football. <laughs> but Baltimore scored 66 points. They did. On the they strength did. of what? There was a pick six in there. There was a, uh, four turnovers, including a pick Four six. turnovers. Not a lot of passing yardage. Nope. No. Um, Forgot yeah. to throw the ball to Marquise Brown. Uh, Unfortunately, yeah. It was, as I said to you yesterday, it was the most I had probably ever rooted for a game-winning drive from a quarterback I started. Um, but, yeah, they didn't get it. And so uh, my consolation was winning the week in BQBL. Um, those, those 66 from Baltimore brought their total on the season up to 109. So, and that was um, enough to win the week on its own. Yeah. Um, which is good because that's about all I got. Right. You, uh, you did start San Francisco. And despite did, the fact yes. that Garoppolo ended up getting injured again, this time it looks like for a while. Um, by the way, uh, on that subject, I saw an ad for the upcoming Thursday night game. Which okay which advertised uh, George Kittle and Jimmy Garoppolo for the 49ers. And I really <laughs> just didn't have the heart to tell the advertisement that uh, they're both on the IR for an extended period of time. That's tough. Did it also include some Aaron Jones footage? <laughs> um, only a bit. It only included a bit of Aaron Jones footage, but at least Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers are actually yes. playing football. To have only two football players that are worth talking about and then to have both of them get injured the week before a signature game, you know, an island game on Thursday night, is a bad look. Now, that said, yeah. if I know anything about the Packers, they're going to screw it up somehow. <laughs> so it should yeah. be interesting to see how this one comes out. But needless to say, I'm not looking forward to it. I bet you are. Because now you've got an opportunity to see some Nick Mullen or uh, is it C.J. Beathard? C.J. Beathard. But yeah, it sounds like... or. I don't know. Nick Mullins says he's ready to start. I, I don't know what Kyle Shanahan is going to do. <laughs> I, he's going to be angry and <laughs> could see some more rage benchings. But I don't, because... I, yeah, he certainly is. I don't understand because Garoppolo got hurt. Nick Mullins came in. He played one or two decent games and then fell apart. He got benched for CJ Beathard and demoted to third on the depth chart. <laughs> but now he's going to start. <laughs> and now Garoppolo got injured, and somehow Mullins was the one who came in and played fine. I, like, I don't understand what's happening in San Francisco. <laughs> if there's a logical part of me, it says that he doesn't see Mullins as a starter in the league. He's a backup. And I think that's yeah. right. But maybe he sees C.J. Beathard as eventually a potential starting quarterback. And he doesn't want to ruin his confidence by putting him in there, having him be bad, and then getting rage benched. And he just doesn't care about Nick Mullins. That could be. I don't but think that there's, so... a big, there's no big difference in their, their skill set. I think Mullins is more careful with the ball, and he's a more accurate passer. And I think that Beathard has got more arm strength, and he's a bit more dynamic. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think, I think that it's just difference of styles, but not quality. I think they're both relatively low quality. Yeah, I mean, that might be true. I, I just, it, it's interesting. Well, we'll see who he starts, right? Because don't you think, based on this argument, you, you would expect Beathard to be starting on Thursday? If, if Shanahan thinks they're going to, if my hypothesis is correct, 
and Shanahan sees this as a probable loss, okay. then you start Mullins. And then bench him? Bench him. You bring in Bethard for garbage time mop-up when the defense is in prevent, and okay. Bethard gets a little bit of, of confidence. Okay. I like this. You see, he's, um, it's, he's actually just building up his future starter because even when Garoppolo was in there, and I've yeah. seen all the statistics about how Garoppolo's lifetime, you know, record with San Francisco is much higher than their record without Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. But it seems to me that that is a really fatuous statistic because it's like saying, you know, good, you know, like uh, Goodwill tires are the o- Goodyear tires are the only tires that are good because when I have Goodyear tires on the car, it goes a hundred miles an hour. But when there's no tires on the car, it doesn't even go at all. But that's not how tires work. You can put Kumo tires on. You can put Pirelli tires on there. Like you would get another starter. Like got it. The idea of it's like those. uh, It's like those like before and after pictures where they have someone in like, it's like a face cream and they've got like a before picture of them in like sweats and an after picture of them all dressed up. Well, yeah, but yeah, but. Garoppolo is your starter. And the idea that you're better with your starter than your backups is different than saying that he's a good starter. It's just saying that your backups are not better than the starter, which is fucking obvious. That's why they're backups. But you should need to get a better starter. (laughs) (laughs) None of us are saying that the backups are better. We're all saying that there needs to be a better quarterback in the room. It's it's moving the dartboard in an unhelpful direction. (laughs) So... I appreciate you putting those stats up, but I like my cars with tires on them. I'm sorry. I don't think that showing <laughs> that tires are better than no tires is the right thing to show. I think that you actually have to compare it to other tires. Well, all I know is I've been convinced to start the 49ers on Thursday. You have to, <laughs> obviously. Um, well, other teams that should have been started, uh, the LA Rams, four turnovers, and they made Tua's life extremely easy for him, despite having more talent on their team and being in a pretty easy situation to win. You know, all they really had to do was to test Tua, make his life difficult, and put the the Dolphins in bad situations, and they couldn't do it. They kept turning the ball over. Yeah, I mean, that that game, I think – we just talked about the Ravens game between the Ravens game and the Rams game. It's sort of tough to see games with that crazy disparity in the teams where they lost. Um, yeah. You know, the, you know, golf through for 355 yards, they ran for another 120 some yards. Right. So they, they basically had almost 500, they close to 500 yards of offense. Whereas the Dolphins threw for 93 and ran for an additional 55, <laughs> and they right. won 28-17. It's crazy. Right. They had they had like a less than a third as much offense. Like it was it, yeah. like it's it's not about a third as much. It's it's not a yeah. The it it turns out that yardage is not equivalent to quality, particularly when you get almost all the way over the goal line and then you throw up on your shoes. <laughs> which was Jared Goff's MO in this game. But that wasn't even the best bench score of the week, the 44 that the Rams put up. Because another team that barely had to show up to win, 
barely showed up and still won because they were playing Dallas. And that team was Philadelphia. Yeah, I, you, uh, I did not, I did yeah. not start Philadelphia <laughs> because the Dallas defense was terrible going into last week before they traded some of their best players. It, it, Dallas is clearly in uh, tank in the in the tank mode, and yeah. I respect it because <laughs> if you have a good team and you have an opportunity to get like a top five pick, mm-hmm. and look like. Nobody in Dallas is like, yo, this is the year we're winning the Super Bowl. Right. Nobody has said that. It would be impossible for someone in that city to think that. Yes. Which means that at some level, Jerry Jones knows that himself. And since he's both the GM and the owner, he can go into tank mode unilaterally. It's easy. Yeah. You say, hey, that Danucci kid, he's really shown some spunk. Get him in there. (laughs) I want him throwing the ball 40 times. And that's what they did. They had Ben DiNucci throw the ball 40 times. Yep, and I'll get to do it again next week against the Steelers because Andy Dalton is on the COVID list. <laughs> Apparently part of the concussion recovery process is yep. getting COVID. Is going on the COVID list. So DiNucci, another start against the Steelers. Uh, I, did, you, did you see that? I did not see that. Yeah. That's fantastic. Apparently, uh, apparently on, on like FanDuel, uh, the Steelers' defense is the is the highest price of any defense ever. Well, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't even know what they're going to do. They might just run the ball with Pollard three times and punt it and then try not to get hurt. Um, yeah. And that would probably come out better. Then again, uh, then again, let's be honest, um, losing to the Cowboys would be a very Steelers thing to do. That's true. Like, it would, it's very on brand. They normally have one or two just, just unexplainable losses every year. Speaking of almost unexplainably losing, though, can we circle <laughs> back to Carson Wentz? Uh, yes, yeah, sorry, company? sorry. Carson Wentz, yes. So, so Carson Wentz playing against what might be the worst defense in the league, also the worst offense in the league, <laughs> <laughs> throws the ball 27 times, completes 15 of them for 123 yards. Yes, he did. I know his receivers aren't great. Like no he one completed a couple are. other ones to the other team. That's true. And he also fumbled it twice. So he also had four turnovers. Yeah. Again, teams having four turnovers was definitely a theme this week. It was. Yeah, it was. I, I don't know. I mean, it was sort of, I guess this was sort of uh, the bottom feeders of the NFC East deciding to show some spunk. At some level, I don't know. The Cowboys <laughs> lost 23 to 9, but like their defense played well. The Giants almost beat the Buccaneers. I, the Giants I don't know. did keep it interesting. And I, w- I want to be totally fair. I know a number of Giants fans, and none of them believed it. Even when they were up by two touchdowns, they were like, this is not going to end well. Oh, yeah. And it didn't. And I'll give them credit for knowing that it was going to go poorly. Correct. Uh, Daniel Jones has a pretty remarkable ability to do a thing that looks like very much a quarterback thing, and then a thing that very much looks like he's not a quarterback, but was thrust into action, and maybe he might be a punter. Right. On consecutive plays. hmm And I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> like, Tom Brady occasionally makes mistakes. Yes occasionally does things that you shouldn't do. But at no point does he not look like a quarterback. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Daniel Jones, would it surprise you if he would line up over the guard or the tackle? No, wouldn't surprise me at all. That'd be fine. Like, yeah. I could see him lining up over the wrong player for the snap. Yep. Sometimes he tries to run and he falls down. Sometimes he yep. tries to throw the ball and he drops it. Yep. He's got a lot of Kyle Bowler to him is what he has. <laughs> so when I watch him, yeah. I, think, I think that he's Bowler-esque, which is to say that the parts work under optimal conditions. But when there's any kind of you know, adversity, one of the parts breaks down about half the time the legs, the arm, or the head. Part of it just breaks down, and I can't explain it. Mm. Like, he'll throw a perfect throw with zip to the sidelines, and then two plays later, the same route, the same throw from the same pocket, he will loft directly to the defensive back. Yep. Despite the fact that it's not any different than it was two plays ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's I, I mean, right, I, it, yeah, that sounds about right. It, it's sort of like, I don't know, Sort of like your internet connection, right? Like, it might be rated for gigabit per second, but, like, in practice, you're not hitting that. No, of course not. <laughs> and, and there'll be random hiccups. Um, my kids are on Zoom calls. My neighbor's streaming porn. Like, it, I understand. The, the network gets bogged down. There are neighbor. other factors at play. Your neighbor. Um, I mean... So... <laughs> <laughs> um, so Dallas, we, we didn't, I, I think we neglected to mention, we, we talked about Philly hitting 50. Um, Dallas also hit 50, but they were, were started by Nick. Of course. I mean, you have to start Ben DiNucci. Sure. But, uh, but they hit 50, unfortunately for Nick. Uh, there was a game-winning drive in that insane Denver Chargers game. Yes. So uh, it went he ended from up a... with a negative 15. There was that, uh, yeah. with, with, as time ran out, right, completion to win that game. Um, and that actually cost Nick, uh, I think, two wins. Yeah, it's pretty unfortunate because, yeah, he would have beaten the team that scored 37, who was Jake, yep. and the team that scored and 47, which was Will. Yep. So he would have uh, continued his climb from the, the basement. Yeah, which he is no longer in, we should say. Um, oh, no. Um, and that, that probably is worth its own segment. Yeah. Um, this segment is called... What are you doing? And it's directed for Joseph. Joseph, Kansas City played the Jets this week. What, what are you doing? Yeah, and I can only imagine he was expecting uh, that they would just run the ball because they didn't have to do anything. Um, but the Levy on Bell revenge game, they were just going to hand the ball yeah, to Levy on Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for, for some reason, I, and I don't really know why, the Chiefs decided that they. We're going to throw the ball and, like, break out the plays. Like, they, they used a fake punt. <laughs> they did use a fake punt. I um, think maybe Andy Reid might hate Adam Gase. I think <laughs> it's entirely possible, knowing what I know about Adam Gase and what I know about Andy Reid, it's entirely conceivable that he hates that little fucker's guts and he wants to see him suffer. I mean, I think most people on the Jets hate Adam Gase. I think most people in the league hate Adam Gase. Yeah. It's really just Peyton Manning. Which goes to show you how powerful Peyton Manning is still. <laughs> As a retired quarterback, he got one of the most hated men in the NFL hired in the New York market. 
Unbelievable. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, so Mahomes threw for but 416 and five touchdowns. Is Gase done after this? Hold on. I just have to ask. After what? Is, is, does he have to go back to college? Like, does he have to go to college to coach? Like, is he done in the NFL? The sad thing is no. <laughs> He's going to end up being the offensive coordinator of, like, Yeah, he'll at least Cleveland. get a, like, <laughs> offensive assistant, you know, job somewhere. He will. Oh, God. Someone who desperately needs a new cocaine hookup. <laughs> Um, so, I can't yeah, remember. They, is this is this show supposed to be clean or dirty? I can I can never remember. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Joe now uh, is in last place. Nick Nick has 19 wins. Joe with 18. Joe with eight total points started on the season. Um, eight. That's, eight. That's eight. Uh, that is not not good. Um, wait, did you say not not good? Uh, it's not good. Okay, I just want to be clear. Yeah, you said yeah, not yeah. not good. Right. Sorry. No, it is. It is not. Not not good. Yes. <laughs> Wait, did you did you say not 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 good? <laughs> was that three knots? That was three knots. That was for Will. Shout out to Will. Triple negative. Rocking the triple negative. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. 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 So so Joe is the the new last place team at just um, eighteen wins, and uh, Nick now has nineteen. Yeah, and I'll say in I guess. In Joe's defense, um, I think that we already talked about how we expected Herbert to be bad. I know that on the turn in the second round, I selected right before him, and I know that there were four teams that I was looking at, and those four teams were Philadelphia, Buffalo, Carolina, and the Niners. I did think about it for a while, ended up choosing Philadelphia. Joe took Buffalo and Carolina. And then I took the Niners um, and the teams that I got, it worked out better, but it was, I can't blame him for those choices. No, I I actually, I don't think that he chose wrong. Yeah. Josh Allen has improved, you know, by a fair margin and he's making far fewer mistakes this year. Yep. Um, And really mistakes are, but he still didn't make a lot of mistakes. I mean, this, this week he scored 27. Last week he had a good score of 59, but he hasn't been putting up huge scores. He put up a negative 25, a negative 22, a five. Right. Like he's he's put up low scores, okay. negative five again. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Buffalo has been bad. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I mean they're definitely the worst and a and a AFC West AFC East team. That's for certain. Yeah, I can't believe that Miami is not in the top two spots. I can't, like, I, I – and it's hard because the actual value of New England is much less than their point total because they had two oh, yeah. good games and then the rest of their games were actually not that usable. Correct. But the two games they have were spectacular. Yep. They're, um, they've got a very uh, – I don't know how you want to describe that. Um, yeah. I mean, the Niners have been... All or nothing? Home run yeah. strikeout? Adam Dunn? Would you call it an Adam Dunn style? Adam Dunn, wow. Look at look at you pulling out a baseball reference. Hey, I watch all of John Boyce's <laughs> videos, and uh, his Adam Dunn video is spectacular. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, they've been a bit like the Niners for me, right? The, the Niners also had two benchings. Um, so while they've scored 201 points on the season, I've only uh, started 18 of those. Right, because you've missed the benching somehow. Yep. 
Yeah. Well, all, all that is to say, Matthew, you're you're rising, but you're still not up with Will. Will is now and re remains the top team. 39 yep. and a half wins, uh, the most points of any team on the season so far, um, and he's in first place. Yeah. Uh, you've closed to second. Correct. But I have the most total points, dominating bench points. Agree. Um, but <laughs> dominating bench points. <laughs> Nicely done. Yep. <laughs> you, you and actually you and Russ both are. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the two of you combined uh, have 575 bench points, mm -hmm. and the rest of the league combined has 368 bench points. So. <laughs> You guys have nearly lapped the rest of the league in terms of bench points. So kudos to you on being bad at picking starters. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, you're in second place regardless. Yes. Um, and then Jacob is in third place. So you pass Jacob. And let's see, Sarah's in fourth. Yep, and we should say Sarah did not finish last this week. She did not. Um, breaking her uh, two game, two week losing streak. Um, she did finish next last. Right. Um, but she picked still, up one win. She's still, you know, within striking distance of second oh, yeah. place. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, even even only getting one win from the past three weeks, she's ahead of you and Russ and Nick and Joe. That's true. And Russ and I are tied at 27 and a half. So really there's kind of this, this tier between 27 and a half wins and 33 wins. And then there's six wins between that and Will, and then, you know, <laughs> 10 wins below us are uh, Nick and Joe at yes. 19 and 18 wins, uh, respectively. So um, it's, a, it's a big day, and I think we all know which choice today would be the Milanese choice, but I encourage you maybe this time, don't make the Milanese decision. Yeah, let's not do that. Please, please don't. We can go back to being Milanesque after this after Tuesday. Wednesday, go wild. But um, after today and through the rest of your lives, may all your decisions be Milanesque. Thank you for listening.